What's good, everybody? Welcome to Red Zone Radio. It's great to be here. Great to have you. Judge somebody you can listen to Red Zone Radio on the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcast. All right, so Bruce Arians retires. Um, and here's what's interesting about this. He retires last night, um, and I'll be honest with you, I liked Bruce Arians, I did, um, I thought he was a good coach, uh, obviously, there were a few moments that you thought with him and Tom Brady that they got frustrated with one another somewhat. Because Bruce Arians is an intense coach. Nothing wrong with that, but he's an intense coach. Um, and, uh, you know, him and Tom Brady, I, I, I mean, they look, they won a Super Bowl the first year together. So despite what you say about them um, in terms of their relationship, and I, and I think it was fine, but it, they won a Super Bowl together, so clearly they were a good combo. Um, but, look, he goes... Um, Two, uh, he retires. He's going to take a uh, position upstairs. People are, some people are debating whether or not Brady had something to do with this. In my opinion, he didn't, and, and I'll tell you why. As much as Brady gets control of the offense in New England and in Tampa Bay, and he should, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. As much as that happens. There's one thing I know about Tom Brady, and that's he cares about winning more than having control of the offense, right? And so you say, what does that mean? Well, what I mean by that is he cares about winning more than he cares about having power or more than he cares about controlling the offense, in my opinion. And so that's why I stayed in New England all those years because it was like, listen, he might not have – him and Belichick might not have always gotten along – but man, did he care about winning because he knew his best option was staying with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and all, all, all those years. So the next year, so then when it comes to Tampa Bay, first year in a pandemic, wins the Super Bowl. Next year, you almost come back from a deficit and you almost go to the NFC Championship. You get all the way to the NFC Divisional Round. They haven't had a bad season. They haven't had... A bad. They've had bad games, but they haven't had a bad season. They won the division both years. It's been nothing but success. And so I think that Tom Brady knows, hey, it was working with Bruce Arians. Two years, you got a Super Bowl trophy, two divisional, uh, you got a Super Bowl trophy, won the division once, and you made the division around the next year. I, it works, you know, and, and I, I think it's crazy that uh, – I, I truly, truly find it hard to believe that uh, th- that he would push someone out of the building that he's had so much success with. So I don't think he pushed him out of the building. I think Bruce Arians was like, you know what? It's time. I finally got the Super Bowl in the pandemic year. We, we made it to the NFC Divisional round. But uh, I'm getting older. It's time. Uh, it's time to move on. But he's still staying with the Buccaneers. He's still he's still having a good you, you know he he's still staying with the Buccaneers. 
in their front office, but he's just not going to coach anymore. And nothing wrong with that. But I, I don't think, in my opinion, that he had something to do with it. Uh, I, I really don't. And uh, Todd Bowles will now take over as the head coach of the Buccaneers. So let's talk about that. So here's the defensive coordinator. <sighs> I tell you, uh, one of the things that would that I like, I, I, okay, I'll give you something I like about this move, something I don't like about this move. The thing I like is Todd Bowles is a great coordinator, phenomenal coordinator, defensive coordinator. It's going to be fine. The problem is if you're the Buccaneers, now you got to find a defensive coordinator. There aren't a whole lot of coaching coaches out there simply because there were an unbelievable, not just the NFL, but college football, there were an unbelievable amount of coordinators and coaches taken this year through college and through the NFL turned into head coaches. But obviously, he's going to be the head coach to have control of the defense. I imagine, and the other thing I like about this is it's going to give Tom Brady possibly more control over the offense. I don't think him and Todd Bowles are going to have a whole lot of confrontation. I don't think it's going to be that tough. I think Tom Brady knows, hey, I can win a Super Bowl. I, I can certainly, certainly win a Super Bowl um, with Todd Bowles. And Todd Bowles gets the, gets the reins. Hey, it's it's not a bad gig. You get you get the same defense you had, same team you had. Players love you, and you get Tom Brady as a quarterback. Not a not a bad gig to be that close to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, uh, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner signs with the Rams. Oh wow. Okay. So he signs with the Rams. Um, and I'll tell you why this move surprised me a little bit. So it's good for Bobby Wagner and it's good for the Rams. The part that surprised me was the five-year contract. Outside of that, terrific move. He's staying in the NFC West. He gets to go from the worst team in the division, arguably, to the best team in the division. Um, Sean McVay is his coach. Stars all over the field. I listen, and, and this is the one thing I will say is the Rams and Sean McVay are absolutely masters at this in taking veteran players and putting them on a team together. Taking start Von Miller, Bobby. What they did with Von Miller, now they're doing with Bobby Wagner. Um, they did with Odell Beckham. They know how to do it. And, uh, look, Von Miller, they had Von Miller. They replaced him with Bobby Wagner. Um, they lost Robert Woods. They replaced him with Allen Robinson. So this team's not going to look a whole lot different. I it, Just last week I said how they're having one of the worst offseasons. Well, I completely take that back. They're having a great offseason now. Same team. I'm, you get Bobby Wagner, and you get... Uh, Allen Robinson. Now, the one thing that still does concern me is the fact that they lost Andrew Rootworth. I think that's going to hurt a lot more than people think. Um, but the good news is the NFC got just completely cleared out this year of a lot of good teams and a lot of stars. So they've got a pretty easy path as it is. Oh, man. All right. Well, 
Final Four this Saturday. Um, NFL Draft coming up. Great time here to be a sports fan. Final Four this Saturday. National Championship Monday. NBA Playoffs coming up. Uh, NFL Draft coming up. Tomorrow is April 1st, which means that uh, we're here. I mean, we are less than a month away, March 31st today. All right, so let's talk about this. Um, so the NBA playoffs are coming up, and uh, I, I I don't talk a whole lot of basketball. If you listen to this podcast, you know that. But but um, I will say this: this is gonna be a great great NBA playoffs because I feel like. Well, like, like we all watch March Madness, and we love it. it. Like, here's the thing. With March Madness, when you watch March Madness, I feel like you're watching it for one of three reasons or two of three reasons, okay? So you're watching it, if you're a guy like me, your first interest is rooting for your team, who, if you're not a basketball school, which my team isn't, you inevitably fall out by the second round, and you know this is going to happen. That's your first interest. So then what you do is go to your second interest, which is, oh, I'm just going to root for 16 seeds, 15 seeds, double-digit seeds the entire time, which... It's typically the two out of three that I'm talking about. Now, if you're the third reason, it could... Well, okay, I guess there could be four reasons. Four. Uh, number three, you're rooting for the Blue Bloods. Number four, you're rooting for your team, which is a Blue Blood. Right? That That's one of the teams. Typically, those are two to the three to four reasons I I think people watch Fresh Brandis. And a lot of the reason is for the upsets and all that. But we're going to have uh, Duke, North Carolina Saturday. By the way, I got a Duke, Kansas National Championship. Kansas is my national champion. Wouldn't be surprised if Duke wins it, though. Um, but my point of saying this is that's why I watch March Madness. And that's why it, let's, March Madness, especially for the format in which I do this podcast, I talk about it. And it's not that I don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. It's, it's the reason why, I'm not, why I don't talk about it a lot. The reason why I don't talk about it a lot is because it's, it's hard to cover in a day-to-day podcast format, especially those first couple weeks. See, now that we have weeks in between, I kind of talk about the games a little bit. But when it's that Thursday to Saturday, round 64, round 32, it's just too impossible to cover. Um, but uh, So we got that this week. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because we got the NBA playoffs coming up. And as much fun as March Madness may be um, more fun to watch, but the NBA playoffs are always great. Um, And here's why. Because the one thing the NBA does, the one thing that the series do that I really appreciate and that you would never get in March Madness, and and I don't count this in football. I mean, it still counts in football, but I understand why I can't do series in football. But the reason why I like it is because it's rewarding the best teams. It's not about who played better or who got off to a hot start one time. Okay? 
and I love that in March Madness. And I love watching that. But the thing I love about the system in the NBA playoffs is you get uh, the best team. The best teams win it because it's the best four out of seven games. A player has a bad night. It doesn't matter. You got to win four out of seven. There are no flukes in the NBA. Playoffs, I should say. Oh, sure, there's crazy plays that happen. There's upsets. But there aren't any flukes. There aren't any, oh, he had a bad night. You've got four games. Uh, Barring injuries, there's no reason the better team doesn't win Every single time in the NBA playoffs. Losing games and losing series are different. Just to give you an example. Last year Atlanta beat Philadelphia. Most people thought Philadelphia was a better team. They had the higher seed. They had more home games. Philadelphia beat them. Or Atlanta beat them, right? And so you, you look at... The NBA playoffs and the best team wins. So you're looking at the teams. It's going to be Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Phoenix, Golden State. Bunch of new teams making it to the play-in tournament. The Cavs are probably not finals, but they're finally back in it, right? They had that long drought ever since LeBron's gone. They're finally back in the playoffs. Finally into it. You know, so it's fun. It's exciting. Um, man, it's gonna be a fun NBA playoffs. You got Giannis, you got Luca, you got star players everywhere in the NBA. It's gonna be fun. All right. Um. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Regent Radio. One more thing before we go. I'd like to read a quick Bible verse from Psalms 3. Uh, I'm going to start in Psalms 3, verse 3. It says, But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cry to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I laid down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. You know, one of the things I love uh, about the Bible, uh, the the kind of the wisdom books of the Bible, Psalm, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, is it really kind of gives you a sense of a lot of these people that are the psalmists, the people that are writing this, um, 
they're people that go through the same problems um, in their lives that me and you may go to. You can kind of hear their emotion and their passion through the psalms that they're writing. And so this one is very simple. He's saying that, O Lord, you are a shield for me. My glory and the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Um, so let me ask you a question. Are you, this is a very important question. If you're still listening, I really appreciate it. This is a very important question. So I need to answer this seriously. Are you born again? Uh, not necessarily have you been to church not have you been baptized? Have you been born again? Have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ and um, repented and turned from your sins? If you have, then that's great. But if you haven't, I want to ask you a question. What are you waiting for? You know, many people have come to believe either one or two things about most people. Either that they believe in God or... They deep down believe in God and they just don't want to admit it because they don't want to answer to his righteousness so that they can live in the sin that they want to live in. I got to tell you, if that's you, I want you to think soberly about this. Wouldn't it be wise right now, and even if you're someone who believes in God, but you say, I don't know if I'm born again. Wouldn't it be wise right now to make the decision? To put your faith in Jesus. You say, why should I? Well, because people, look, people think that you get to heaven by being a good person. That's not the case. Jesus actually said there's none good but God. What does that mean? It means that if you were good, you'd, you'd live a perfect life. We've all done bad things. We've all used God's name in vain, lied, blasphemed. Uh, well, you God's name in vain, but we all fornicated, lusted done evil, wicked things in the sight of God, and there's going to be a payday for that. There, There's a judgment day for that. But, the one thing God does, and you can't just repent of your sins, but what God did was, He sent Jesus Christ. Jesus was man and God, and He died on the cross for me and you, and bore the sin of the world, so that we didn't have to answer so that on Judgment Day, we can be found innocent in the sight of God, not guilty. Because I tell you, you know, I read this patch. Is, it's titled, um, in the New King James Version, it's titled, the heading is, The Lord Helps His Troubled People. That's what God does. He saw the children dying. He saw us all Having an eternity without him, he saw us all heading towards hell. And he said, I can't, I, I, I can't just leave him like that. I can't just, I, I can't just let them all go to hell. So what did he do? He sent his son, who was God, who was the son of God, Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for us. He took our punishment, which we deserve because we have sinned. You say, oh, but I've done good things too. Listen, it doesn't matter. If you go into court of law and you broke the law, let's say you murdered somebody, 
well, the judge can't just say, oh, well, you did this, you donated a charity, so come on in. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. What matters is that you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you repent of your sins. You know, I read this verse, but you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. I cried out to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Lay down, I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustained me. The Lord sustains you. You lay down and sleep. Who keeps that heartbeat going? It's not you. It's not me. It's God. Gives you life. If you're listening to this day and you're born again, I'm very glad for you. If you're not, I wish you would think soberly about it. Turn from your sins. Go to God. Repent of your sins. Confess your sins before him. Repent of them. Put your faith in Jesus the Savior. Don't put your faith in yourself because you're not a good person. You can't do it. You've got to put the faith in Jesus, the perfect person. And he says, he will forgive you, separate your sins as far as the east from the west. You must put your faith in Jesus Christ. And you must repent of your sins. Got a Bible. You can download the Bible after you don't have one. If you have a Bible, get it out. Start reading it. Uh, if you do, if you are thinking about start reading, I encourage you highly to start in the New Testament, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read those for before anything else. Really help you understand this. If you need more guidance on any of this, two two places I would encourage you to check out. You can check out Living Waters on YouTube. Ray Comfort, great guy. Um, he, you kind of get an idea of what I was doing here, and I'll help you out. Um, I guarantee if you watch some of his interviews with those people. Um, you you understand it. Um, go to crossexamine.org. Go to crossexamine with Frank Turk. Um, great guy. If you got any questions about God, I'm sure I'll help you there. Um, just an absolute two great resources. I highly encourage you to check out two great people that will absolutely um, help you in this walk. Or if anything, feel free to completely send me a DM on Red Zone underscore Radio. Help me. Give me a DM. I'll be happy to help you out. Um, and pray for you. Uh, and thank you if you are still listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I was just going to say one more thing before you go. Just say a quick prayer. Dear Father, I ask that you touch this person's heart, that you convict them with the Holy Spirit, and help them realize their need for the Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are still listening, I greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, and I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio.